wish this shit wasn't timed and we could just fart around more. Now that we've gotten the fart around out of our system, we got nothing to fart around about until the podcast starts. Yeah, but we would never get sleep if we beefed it. weren't on the timeline. Sleep. <laughs> you need, we'd be you sitting need here on the podcast instead of sleeping. The guy shows. doesn't have to leave his house to go to work. <laughs> he rolls out of bed and right into the office. I called him earlier and he's like, I'm on my way home. I'm like, you left? <laughs> Change scenery, baby. He's like, let me guess, Chipotle? Or hothead. He's like Popeyes. I'm like, so I had a 33 percent chance to get it right. Oh my God. <laughs> Holy shit. you. Welcome to the Rhythm Pirate Podcast. Where Rosie, AJ, and Jamie ignite your passion for pirate musical show design, while testing the very limits of your capacity for stupid. You could talk about your balls. No, I gotta say it the way in Spanish. Stupidio. More so, importantly, do you have colorblind colors for your balls? Mm, AJ, what colors can you see? <laughs> Not red, right? <laughs> I have, if you're asking... Uh, yeah. <laughs> AJ, yeah, honestly, I, I would love color. to send you yeah, a ball that what. you can't see the color and then you tell people... Oh, look well, at then you got to pick a color. Um, he's like, I got this awesome red ball. And people look at you like, okay, sure you did. Buddy. But see, all your colors are, are, you already know. So I already know you got a red ball. You got a green mm-hmm. ball. You got a blue ball. And you got a yellow ball. Yeah, but here's I, the kicker, right? And here's what's going to blow people's the minds. yellow ball's got black writing. I want a yellow a ball. red ball to you may not look the same as it looks to everybody else. Oh, I know That's red doesn't difference. look the same because when I put those glasses on my face and I looked at my uh, brother had red and black checkered pants. And when I put them on, I looked at his pants outside. I was like, holy f- <laughs> I'm like, That's Bro, what are you wearing? <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to the Rhythm Pirate Podcast. I'm Bo, that's AJ. Hola. And that's Jamie. What's up guys, gals? <laughs> and we're hobbyists and semi professional pirate show designers. We're big fans of the modern pirate music. Women's podcast is a place where we can get together and talk shop, talk art, share tips, tricks, and insights with y'all. You're getting slap happy, AJ. Everything's funny. And you're getting tired. I can tell. It's all good. Hmm. So today we're going to talk about some music. <laughs> oh, you know what? I wish I had that James Brown sound clip. That would have been perfect Which for this one? episode. You ever hear that? Um, the James Brown where he got interviewed. It was when he was like, he was in a domestic violence suit with his ex-wife and he was being interviewed by this TV host. She's like, sir, didn't you grab a revolver and like shoot it into the door? He's like, no, 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 no. Let's talk about some music. <laughs> like, like, Rick James. This is, this is a man's world. <laughs> Let's talk this about some music. Man's. This is a man's world, baby. Let's talk about some music. Oh my God. We're going to get flagged. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I'll send you guys that link in the group chat later. It's very, very funny. What are we talking about? Music. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so <laughs> this topic kind of this topic kind of came about because um, 
having a pyro podcast. We went out onto the internet and we traversed many other podcasts that came before us and came across a few of them where there's always a stigma on certain songs and certain music. I guess we'll start with, to kind of set the stage for the conversation and what we're talking about when it comes to music. The ACDC Thunderstrucks, the Katy Perry's <laughs> Firework. Um, greatest, any, show greatest Showman. <laughs> greatest Showman. Any, any of these other songs that, that constantly make their way into... Um, click, click, Into pyro boom. music. Yeah, right. So take your pick. So I'll let, I'm going to let you guys go... F- first on this one because i think i'm kind of a contrarian when it comes to this subject but uh never yeah who wants to who wants to uh kick this one off give me their opinion i started last time what the jamie you go first give me your opinion (laughs) wait hold on i want to know what you mean by your contrarian well contrarian contrarian's like contrarian is the i guess the minority opinion Right. You know, the, if the majority opinion in backyard fireworks and the ha ha joke is like, Oh my God, dude, why are you using that song? Don't ever use that song because you think if you post it and Katy Perry's fireworks in there, you know, for a fact that people are going to probably, they're going to watch gonna it. They're going to yeah, rib you really hard and you're going to get tons of comments. So when Here's I say my contr- thought, go ahead, <laughs> go ahead. It, 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 it's going to come down to. Who's watching your show? If your crowd has never heard the song or seen a fireworks show to that song, why does it matter if half the world has done it? Your crowd has not seen it. Yeah, if you post it on Facebook, we're all going to say, you did that show, everybody's done it, it's been burnt to death. Well, if you've never done it and your crowd's never seen it, why does it matter? It really doesn't. It should be... What makes you feel good? What your crowd's going to enjoy? Do you like it? That's all that matters. Who cares what somebody on the other side of the world thinks? That's my contrarian opinion. I think it's it's kind of cool that somebody else shares it. I wouldn't I do suppose. it at Sky Wars. Right, exactly. Right. <laughs> if you're doing it in front of your peers, if that, you're doing that's it, the ones that are going to rip you hard. If you're doing it in front of your peers, people that people that do these things all the time and you're always trying to bring something fresh to the table, then sure. I mean, it's a setting thing. It's a, yeah. it's a setting and what makes the most sense. But if you're on a Facebook group and you just want to share your show in the context of, you know, hey, you did a, your first pirate musical for your town or municipality and you worked with somebody who wanted to see one of those songs um, in there, or you even elected to put one of those songs in there. Again, it's contextual based on what you see. It's contextual. Yeah. It's contextual based on what other people are seeing. Cause they might look at this and go, wow, I, you know, I love that. I've never seen a fireworks show to that as crazy as it is for us, because we've seen about a billion fireworks shows shot to thunderstruck in Katy Perry's firework. Yeah. I mean, they get old to me, but still some people are able to, Bringing the wrong thing. I was like, that was cool. Never seen that before. You know, if I, one, one I never want to see again is jump, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) But but you know what's like, either. You know, uh, right. But I think our experience set us up for never wanting to see jump again. Exactly. Because we went to Cobra Con and they shot like every single team picked jump um, with the exception of like two. So it made you basically want to off yourself. Yeah, pretty but much. But doesn't sometimes some of those shows like make you almost want to do a show too? Absolutely. That song and to like just to make it show. It can I don't want to say. I don't want to make it sound like I'm like oh because I could make it better kind of thing. But like 
But that's what you're saying. Kind of. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there's just like more hit points in those songs. We guess it'd be kind of cool. Well, I just, Heroes of the Night. You know, you did that multiple times, right? Heroes did of it the for Night. New Year's and you did it for your show. We did it for New Year's. That's what I said. <laughs> and no one saw it but us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly my point. You were able to do it more than once because it depended on your crowd. That was a really small crowd for New Year's. That was like a friend's thing. And that was like, I think that was our, yours and me just playing around practicing stuff, which was cool. I enjoyed <laughs> that. It was a lot of fun. Damn so good practice butts off. too. <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one? Um, I've done it twice and you've done it three times. Um, my brain is not working right now. Three times. There's yeah. only one song I've done that many times and I'm, Exactly. I rested that one. That was when legends rise. <laughs> yes. And that's what I mean. But you did it three different times for three different crowds and all three of them were blown away by it. Not right, but that, that, I wouldn't consider you, that a song. But, but, yeah, but I'm not considering that a song that like when you click on fireworks, 2023, 4th of July, 4th of July show. Right. There's right. 70 videos with the same this songs. This is true. But again, it comes down to have your spectators seen that, you know, I like original songs and different songs, but also I end up doing different stuff because I need to do something my crowd's going to like too. So there is a few like uh, the um, greatest showman. There's a couple cool covers out there, like rock covers. Mm -hmm. Um, No Resolve has a really good one that I like about them. I like in the air tonight, the rock version. The what one? In the air tonight. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a few. Yeah, there's a few newer covers out that are now with covers. Yeah. Love them. So yeah, that's cool. The covers have really kind of made a surge in the competition scene. At least you know the competition scene here as we know it in the community. You see a decent amount of covers being used. Which is cool because I see what they're doing in those music selections. You're putting a new spin on a familiar piece of music, right? It's a new spin on a familiar piece of music and then changing the landscape. It's clever because those shows are being shot for people that you're being graded on the music, right? You're being given a mark based on the music that you select. So it's quite literally a metric point in your ability to put up a stellar show. Right. So finding creative ways to connect with an audience or a judge in a familiar piece of music by selecting a cover is very clever. Yeah. You, you can hit um, the, the older age who recognizes the original version and the newer age who are like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I did zombie, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I'm definitely screwed this year then. <laughs> there is not one song that anybody's going to know. Besides, it's fine. I don't know, That's there's fine. a couple of people I did see that commented, I think on Bo's video it was, who's like, uh, for the I Prevail song I use, they're like, oh, I love I Prevail. I'm like, yes, one yeah. person knew what it was. No, <laughs> not only that. It, people like songs just you know that but that was energetic or i that was cool and they have no clue who it was right exactly but this year i guess this is my final chance to have some fun out there and i'm just gonna go with some songs that i like because 
when am I ever going to have another chance to go 500 feet wide? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> free product. So I'm just going to have fun hundred percent. Just have some fun out there and bring, mm, I almost gave it away there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to have some fun, baby. <laughs> I mean, there's a few people out there just use songs we never heard of. Tra- Tim Trapp used uh, that one song in Skywars a few years ago. I like to zoom, zoom, zoom. And I'm like, yeah, oh, right. Fun oh, little song. I like, I never even heard that before. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Well, like when David used the chicken dance, oh, that was um, great for RKM show. Like I laugh my ass off sitting yeah. in the crowd, listening to that. Right. And even though it was kind too. of meant as, even though it was kind of meant as kind of a goof and a gag, mm-hmm. it's still the, the longer that that went on and the longer the, the chicken dance <laughs> developed. And I was yeah. watching the show. I'm like, holy fuck. He's committed to this song. I love it. <laughs> and he pulled it off. Uh-huh. It looked great. His so version of Jump was epic too. So uh-huh. when I saw his his sim for that at RKM, I went up there to pick up some product and he played that and it was a chicken dance. And so like when you're watching a sim of that on a little phone, you're like, <laughs> oh yeah, no I boom, mean, boom, booms either. Yeah, you, no, exactly. Right? You, but you're thinking like, I'm like, all right, I, I mean, I can see what's going on and I'm trying to picture it in my head, but in my back of my head, I was just like, um... Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then when you saw it in person, but that that's the best part is, is going back to, you know, music. It's what, if you see something, you hear something or you listen to something, you're like, you know what? I can make this really cool. I yeah. can make this unique. I can make something different. Do that. But if you do the same thing that everybody else does to the same piece of music, it, it's right. not exciting. You're not putting no. your own twist on it kind of thing. But he did, yeah. like you said, he... he <laughs> I mean, when they started going, ground bombs started going up, you heard the crowd like, yeah, this is fucking awesome because they can follow it kind of thing. Yeah. You know, and maybe that's another thing when you're picking music, whether it has to be, it doesn't have to be something that someone knows. Maybe find something that has that beat, that one, two, three, four, that people can, you know, they can find it easily, you know? And once they find it, then they can follow the music because you're going to follow that beat. 100%. And I like like the exciting music choices before I started, before I started writing my own for pirate musicals, like my philosophy was always a, I'm paying for almost all of this. Dad and I are paying for this out of pocket. And so my philosophy was, you know, I'm going to do what makes me happy. And what makes me happy is almost always exciting rock music. You know, I'm a, I'm a rocker and a metalhead at heart. So that's, yeah, that's but it's a, tasteful. Yeah. It's, you're it's, not out there going, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I mean, it's like, right. And that's, I don't know. Sometimes I get scared thinking about that stuff too. Cause it's like, what if, you know, what if my, what if death metal was uh, my thing? You know, what I, would I be shooting pirate musicals to death metal? So I guess I'm thankful for the fact that, you know, the, the taste of heavy music that I have still has a lot of melody to it. You know, my, my, my love of music really, still stems from melodic hooks and the ability to pull people in with melody. So being able to follow something that has solid melodies and and cool enough changes to keep a piece of music moving from beginning to end to give you kind of a fieldscape to change the picture as you go and keep introducing fresh new ideas to the spectators is that's still hundred percent the case, but you can apply that to any piece of music that's out there. I don't care if you are a Guns N' Roses fan and Paradise City is your your favorite song. You know, you want to go back and everybody's heard it, they can relate to it, but if you can introduce a visual element to Paradise City or, you know, even like the ACDC's Thunderstruck. I'm not going to mm-hmm. say Katy Perry's Firework, but Thunderstruck is a big one. 
I'm not gonna uh, say, I'm not gonna say that one because I don't feel like I can relate to that one. But like, the, it's still a good one. Uh, yeah, right. Thunderstruck. You know, it's like I'm a guitarist. I I love that opening riff with Thunderstruck. I personally want to do uh, Greatest Showman. Even though it's done a lot, I would like to do my own spin on it. <laughs> totally. I, it's a fun but which they're, version. They're fun songs. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Even mean, the, the original version of the greatest showman though like i think it is a phenomenal song and a phenomenal song to shoot fireworks to and if people can shoot that for an audience that has zero exposure to fireworks to the greatest showman and they can create a scene and a feeling with that then boom more power to you another aspect to think about music choice is your budget and how long of a show you're trying to do. Cause if you're going to do a fast paced song, your budget's going to go up very quickly, especially if you're trying to make a long song. So I like to mix in a slower, more emotional song to capture the spectators with just the wow effect and the, Oh, that was cool and slow it down. And then maybe do the fast paced for a finale. Um, and just go crazy with it. And that helps out with your budget and how long your show can be and gives you a little bit of variety at the same time. I mean, there's different, different options when you're picking songs. Have you guys ever seen what, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen this. I'll have to see if I can dig up the video and send it to you. But, uh, Cody, Cody Hanna and victory pyrotechnics. Have you seen the, the, like the level of shows that those guys do just to create, in a like an emotional experience for their spectators. I mean, it's it's fireworks on a different level for me because it's like I, I see what Cody and that team at Victory tries to do in creating a very very different experience when it comes to the way that people digest a fireworks show. You know, not only are they shooting fireworks, but they're telling a story. Yeah. I mean, to me, when I see stuff like that, it really does kind of grab at the old heartstrings because it's like it's so cool to see people in the traditional fireworks space do something so non-traditional to bring a new experience Bruce's memorial was amazing you know I had somebody approach me after that like so do you do funeral fireworks <laughs> he's like oh, oh boy oh boy no, kind of did that was that was a beautiful memorial very emotional yeah. everybody was in tears for a fireworks show. Yeah. And it, it was really different the way that that was laid out primarily because you knew you were going to a fireworks show, but I don't think people really knew what to expect when it came to the show. I think they thought they were going to show up. People were going to grab the mic, say a few words about Bruce and Shoot then fireworks. Yeah. And then fireworks were going to go off. And yeah. it was so far from that. I mean, there were, differentiated sections of, you know, Bruce's life where the whole thing was tied in via Simpty. I mean, we had a projector that was projecting a pre-made video, the video, the music, the fireworks, everything was run off of a Simpty timecode feed. So you would have a section where we'd start off with a memorable video and then it would go to somebody, you know, saying a few words about Bruce and then a, a section of fireworks and then completely kind of moving on. It was really kind of cool. No. Pay attention. You'd know we're on topic. That's right. 
freaking weenus. I ain't paying attention. What are you talking about? <laughs> We're talking about music, and you just killed the mood. Thank you for that. What's some other ways? I that didn't you, even say uh, anything. Yeah, you did. In the chat, you said you're going off subject. You're not going off subject. So how do you end up we picking up all the songs? Over, how do you pick a song? Do you, I mean, what I do is... <clears throat> I do so many different things. I listen to music while I'm driving, while I'm mowing the grass, while I'm in a meeting, whatever. It doesn't matter. I just listen to music and I just kind of save. I usually quickly screenshot, if I'm listening to it on my phone, I'll screenshot that song and put it in a folder. And then I'll listen to it again when the time comes and be like, Ooh, I want to do that song. And I'll yeah. do that all year round. So I kind of gain a stockpile of stuff. And then I don't have to remember, oh, what's that song? I heard a song the other day. I was like, man, if I ever did a wedding show, I would love to do that song. <laughs> I don't know. For me, it's finding music. Um, if I really want to do it, it has the song has to either mean something to me or it has to be one of those songs that I can listen to over and over and over again and not oh, be absolutely. sick of it. <laughs> <laughs> not just because you're going to have to listen to it over and over again, but I want to be able to still enjoy that song after the fact. <laughs> yeah. I started scripting a couple songs and stopped 30 seconds. And I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I've done that multiple times. You get, you get like a hundred cues and you're like, well, I don't even want to do this. I have no desire for this one. I it almost, really was sounded cool in my head, but not, not when I'm doing it. I almost gave up on this year's finale. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to say what it is, but we talking about the kicking. No, I gave up on that one. I almost what? gave up on the finale finale. <laughs> yeah, he made kicking it in the stick somebody else's problem. Hey, uh, I didn't give it away. You gave it away. Give what away? What away? It doesn't Name matter. Nobody listens to this podcast and my spectator. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but everybody's going to be like, ooh, what's kicking in the sticks? Let me find that one out. <laughs> oh, that's all right. This is perfect. <laughs> Just be a bunch of rednecks. <laughs> no offense. I'm a redneck. <laughs> Actually, I had somebody on Pyro Universe get a hold of me after I did that song. They're like, hey, can I have your script? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, really want, I really want to do that with a bunch of my friends. And then I just clicked on email to everybody at Skywars. <laughs> hey, can I have your script? <laughs> well, what was actually funny is it, it, when I like, and it sounds like bad, but when I clicked on the photo, I'm like, oh yeah, that's definitely going to fit in with your group of friends. <laughs> what does that even mean? Hey, but it's no different than when I asked Bo if you could tell me. If I asked, I think like I did ask him for a script, but I meant to say product uh, listing. The first time I was looking at Pro. I can imagine uh, not to go look on his face when you asked him that question. I was sitting, I remember exactly where I was when I got that question. I was having, I was sharing a pizza with my lovely wife at the Marion's Pizzeria. And I looked down at my phone. Katie loves it when I look at my phone while we're on a date, on a hot date. And she's like, uh, she looked at me. She's like, what's up? Cause I had my, like my eyebrows were dimed. My eyebrows were way up in the middle of my head. I'm like, this dude just asked me for my script. <laughs> I clarified afterwards. You did. You did. I could stick up my did. head up a bull's ass or I could just ask the butcher. <laughs> That's Bo. <laughs> I'm not giving you my script. <laughs> it was more product. I wanted the product cause I, I'd never shot pro before and I wasn't going to be able to know what was what in a show. 
Yeah, there's there's a lot of times like, hey, I'd love to have their product list. <laughs> exactly. A lot of things are Skywars. I mean, there were some effects in the Pro-Am show that I'm like, man, what is that? I want that. Uh, Scott, she uses Sailor's Warning all the time. And I finally saw that. I was like, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here, quick question for both of you. Uh, well, Bo, I guess it's a little different for you because you write your music. So as you're writing it, you're probably writing it and seeing it at the same time. Yeah. Mr. Contrarian. That's actually pretty cool. Cause I'm sure it's parts of that. I'm sure there's parts of songs that you actually change or like you have something in your head and you're like, all right, here's what I want to do with the song because I want to do this with it. Is that correct? Um, are you just writing the design after? Well, or do you I, so design it's, in your head yeah, as you write? it's, it's, it's different. The, I mean, I, they're two, they're two totally separate head spaces. Um, when I express my love for, you know, rock music and just fast music in general, that kind of, you know, I mean, you know, you're, you're a drummer and you play guitar, like and you were in a band, like, you know, what, like the music that you feel and the music that appeals to you, that's what comes out when you write. And when you do that, I think, you know, my, my style my design style for pirate musicals is very much reflective of just, you know, my individuality as, as a person and what I feel when I see music. Right. So that's, I don't, yeah, I don't necessarily, yeah, I don't necessarily, yeah, I don't necessarily say that as like a cop out answer to say, you know, I don't I don't really think when I'm, when I'm, writing music about, okay, this is going to look really cool with a parabolic run because I mean, it's <laughs> because it's so <laughs> wide breath from beginning to end. It's such a long process from beginning to end, you know, from the, the conception of a musical idea all the way through to the day the pyro musical goes off. Um, it's not applicable for most right? Because most people will, they listen to, cause I did the same thing that you guys did before what Jamie described earlier, you know, before neon skies in 2019, when I was shooting to just, you know, music that I loved music that I liked, it was listening to tons of music, listening to the music that I dug and figuring, okay, you know, this one I really, really enjoy. So I'm going to sit down and play around with it and see what I can make happen. I don't know about you, but when I hear music, I see fireworks when I'm listening to songs yeah, now. 100%. It's, it's yep. ridiculous. It is. <laughs> People that aren't into fireworks like me, like, do you ever stop talking about fireworks? I'm like, no. You guys nailed it on the head earlier when you said, you know, there's so many times where, because I, I think there was a song, it was after my first year at the NFA, I think it was two years later, I'm like, you know what, I really want to do this song by star set. Um, Oh shit. I can't demons. even, and it demons. wasn't my, no, it was my demons. Like my demons was the one that I did at NFA, but there was another one that was just so cool. And like Starlight. every time, no, it wasn't, it was on the same, it was on the same album as my demons. I, I, I know it. I'd have to look it up here. Uh, I'm sitting there screaming. I, think I, have have it. No, I know. Right. 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 Let me see if I can find that one down on the list. Well, dude, and somebody else may see this and they, they, or somebody else will listen to this and they'll see the song and they'll just like, find it and they'll be able to draw inspiration from it and just go nuts. Um, but there was a song on, let's see, there's, let me go to the wiki. Let's go to the wiki. It was on transmissions. Yeah. It was on the transmissions album. It has begun. Yep. That's it. Um, 
It Has Begun was such a cool freaking song, man. And I just, it was one of those songs where I'd sit in the car and I'd listen to it for hours and it just had so many different things that you would visualize like, dude, this is going to be so cool. It's going to be so cool to shoot a pirate musical with this. And then I finally sat down after months and months and months of listening to it. And I got like two minutes into the song and I'm like, this is just absolute the epitome of trash. (laughs) I've never designed something that I was so badly wanted to work and it didn't just really bugs me that I couldn't figure out how to, to make something work to that tune. What was the name of it? It has begun. It has begun. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's right after, it's actually the song that precedes uh, my demons on transmissions album. I don't have that album. I actually got into them after hearing or watching your video. <laughs> yeah, dude, they were so like, the, we saw the kitty and I saw those guys in, in, uh, we saw them live in Columbus. They're actually from Columbus, Ohio. Um, but it was, it was really cool when they oh. ended one of their tours and we saw it, like they were such a good, good act to see. It's cool got band. perfect lyrics too. It has yep, begun I know. into I know. the dark below, uh-huh. evading shadows, <laughs> blind in rabbit's hole. We all uh, fall beneath the earth and watch the show come unravel. Oh yes. <laughs> but it's, it's always like show. that, isn't it? <laughs> uh-huh. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a really cool tune, man. Um, do you guys feel there's too much cliche in the music selection in Pyro? I mean, I, we can internalize this because I, I think the minute that we internalize this conversation and make it totally about um, the Pyro side of things, you know, because we could get really artsy fartsy and creative with music and then, you know, just cool ways to do new things. And I think that's what some people want to do, but I'm not even sure that's what spectators want to hear when they go to even pirate musicals, like if people, you know, people that go to your, all of our annual shows, I think they have an idea of what they're going to see and what music they might hear. But I don't know that they're, do you ever think they're in a position where they're totally surprised by the music Mm -hmm. selection? Well, considering first year was like a country rock. Then the next one was like, it was Godsmack. So, and then the year, <laughs> the last two years were, I, I don't know. What kind of music do you consider that? I guess. What's two WEI to you? Is that like film score? Yeah. I don't know the yeah. genre that those fall are. So the first, two, those two years was like that. And now we're going back to country. So I don't know if they are used to it. Well, it's not, you're keeping it. It's yeah. I was gonna say it sounds like you're keeping it really fresh, and if you're changing it, then it it you know it introduces a oh this is cool you know perks people's ears up like hey this is this is totally different, and you know like I'm not being a guy that's not like I'm not up on country at all, um, and I know tons of people love it, and I don't know that I've seen too too many tried and true pyro musicals shot to country, but still that doesn't mean that, you know, I don't being consider so, those yeah, country right. though. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, I mean, dude, so much of the country that's out these days with like the four on the four beats and the way that they, you know, kind of deliver the arrangement and the music. It's not even really country. It's basically yeah. rock with, or like softer rock with like a uh, country vocal. 
yeah, like, over top like of it. Garth Brooks and that era, it was the change of country. And even yeah. since then, it hasn't been the same. So, I mean, it's prior to Garth Brooks, I would consider is what true country is. And then, yeah. Cause I remember my mom listening to, um, when the sun goes down by Garth Brooks, listen to that song for a second. And the opening riff, it's like for a second there, you're like, yeah, this song's going to be awesome. And then, I mean, it's, it's a good song, but like when you first hear the opening guitar, you're like, man, this is not country. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's cool for a genre. Like I see what country was trying to do in that era. Right. They were trying to, trying to get away from the more traditional country and appeal to this, you know, I, I, not, I don't want to say a newer generation, but I mean, let's face it, you know, there's a reason that 120 beats per minute when it comes to music is so popular and so well digested amongst tons and tons and, you know, like billions and billions of people across the world. It's because it's something that, you know, like human ear science and the way that we hear beats and digest things, like the less complicated music is, the easier it is for the human brain to digest and kind of move and groove along to. I guess. That's the stuff I don't like. Uh-huh. I yep. hate re- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hate that repetitiveness. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can listen to any pop song now, and it's like four chords. Yeah, you feel like yeah, you feel like you're hearing the exact note, same thing. Four chords. Uh-huh. Go down one note. Four uh-huh. chords. You're like, and there's nothing. No drum beats. <laughs> not even a fill. <laughs> yep. It's like yeah. Click. Click. <laughs> I, uh, uh. <laughs> I almost started singing. <laughs> that would have been good. Sing it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I think the, uh, I guess the, uh, I, the takeaway, I suppose, for, for music and selecting music for your shows is when you're sitting down to do this stuff initially, you know, I, if it's a show that, that you're paying for out of pocket. And again, this is just my opinion. If it's a show that you're paying for out of pocket, if it's a hundred percent your creative work and that's really what you're going to, to kind of project upon the world, then you know, what makes you move and what makes you groove? What do you like? Right. That's the question that matters because I think that's where you're going to design your best show. Um, if it's, if you're designing for somebody else and somebody else is like, you know, paying you the big bucks to go out there and entertain a ton of people and they expect to hear top 40 and they're giving you a list of songs, then go hit up the billboard top 40, <laughs> go hit up the billboard top 40 and figure out, you know, what, you know, what are the kids into? <laughs> what are the kids into? What are the kids into? <laughs> if it's what my kids are into right now, I'm in trouble. I feel yeah. like I'm my parents. I've become that age. We're like, when they're like, listen to this, dad, I'm like, that's crap. Don't ever let me hear that again. Country rap? <laughs> no, I, I don't even know what it is. It's some kind of new EDM that I don't even know what it is. So. A couple of years I did. I'll uh, simpo that and I bet I can get, I can already see his face. Yeah. <laughs> you know what though? Like some of that, some of the heavier rock I, and I've noticed this with, with your designs, AJ, like it's, it's really kind of cool to watch you go off on like some of the tangents and arrangements, like during fills and stuff. Cause a lot of this, you like more modern rock music, rock and like metal, metalcore stuff like that. They, they put a lot of these kind of, um, Oh shit! What was that? What was Skrillex's genre uh, that he was really big? I, I don't even remember what it was, but like that—that that was a genre that to me was just so over the top and so just mentally out there. Like I get what it was doing; it was just using every frequency in the audible spectrum to kind of 
just bombard your ears with something to pay attention to and some of these really wild beats. But I see more of these modern rock and metal bands incorporating little stuff, right? It's not like it's not overdone in the way that they do it, but they'll sprinkle it in around fills and stuff. And like watching your show at Skywars, I instantly picked up on every little thing that you were doing. And it was so impactful when I would see you take advantage of what was happening audibly in that music with those little points where, you know, I know for a fact that, you know, the, either the producers, the band or the engineers or whoever was like, whoever had the idea, like, Hey, we need to take and add a little disruption into the arrangement to kind of keep people interested and take it in a different direction. You know, like watching you do that was really special because it, you did it in a number of different points, especially with the I Prevail stuff. Um, and it was really cool to watch. And I think if people do that and they figure out things in the music that stand out to them when they're hearing the music, chances are, again, your audience is going to hear this stuff too. Take advantage of it. You know, Create a visual on the field that's going to, that's going to grab the audience and kind of pull them into that music by doing that. Delete all that so Mike and Scott don't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Stop talking about Stop it. Stop talking about it, Bo. <laughs> no, they already know that kind of stuff. They're great. They're already good at what they do, so they already know that's exactly what it is. That was just pretty funny, though. I thought it made a funny laugh there for everybody to laugh about. I love you guys. <laughs> You guys got any uh, coming down the home stretch, final remarks on music? Same thing what you were just saying, you know, um, like you said, personally, for me, my opinion personally is uh, find something that talks to you, something that you will like to listen to. If this is for your own personal show, something that means something to you, find something that you like so much that when you're done listening to it a hundred million freaking times, you're still going to want to pop it in the car and listen to it and sing along to it. Find something that inspires you. It doesn't have to even like mean something to you, but inspires you in in what they're saying. Because the more you feel the more the music, the more you're going to be able to put more of your emotion and your design into it. It will really make it easier for you to design as well. That's something I've definitely noticed with some of the music that <clears throat> I've had to start doing here and there. It's, it's just a little harder when it's not something that you would normally listen to. But like you said, if it's for somebody that's paying a show, you have to. But be a little more vocal, I guess, if it's something that you think that you can't do something to. Because like you said, top 40. And if someone gives you a song that has nothing in it besides click, 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 click. I mean, what are you going to do with that? (laughs) You can't do anything with it. So you're going to have to be like, can you give me something with a little more beat? You know, choose options. But for your own shows... Just do what you love and try to be a little different. That's it. Just try to be a little different. Don't be like everybody else. If, you know, being like everyone else is fine, but try to be different. That's what makes you stand out as a, as a person, as a designer. Yeah. Yeah. And I would like, even capping that off too, I'm the guy that, you know, as much as I'd roll my eyes when I hear, heard Thunderstruck, if, or, you know, Katy Perry's Firework, if I see a really stellar show, um, 
I, I guess the my bar just goes up. <laughs> I ra- I guess I raise the my, that that personal bar when I start to hear that music because I'm like I know there's guys that will just flat out they'll turn the show off and they won't watch it when they hear that music start. But like I'm I'm n- never going to be that guy, right? I'm going to watch and watch like people's chops and see what they they have to put out there. If you put out a really badass show, to Thunderstruck or Katy Perry's Firework, and I'm like by the time the whole thing's over, I'm like oh holy sh- awesome, you killed it then great. I mean, you interpreted that piece of music a whole hell of a lot better than I ever could. Need a soundboard. Bow approved. <laughs> yeah, just don't. As long as you don't the fireworks show part up, then that's your cool, man. Oh, you gotta bleep that one out. <laughs> My name is Bo, and I approve this message. <laughs> I approve this pirate musical. I had, my name's Bo. Your pirate musical is Bo approved. Your music selection, try again next year. <laughs> <laughs> Color selection approved by Plata. Plata <laughs> wheel. Wow. <laughs> you guys are so mean to me. <laughs> I'd love to have the a contest one year. We have a contest where people send in pyro musicals and then we have to mute the pyro musical and then based on what we see, we have to guess what song they're shooting to. <laughs> Mm, that'd be kind of hard, but it'd have to be songs that were popular. What if we did, if we did something like, uh, I, we didn't even do something like that in finale or just a design program in general. Say, Hey, you have four songs to choose from, you know, give them like the four most cliche firework songs ever. And then do a contest. We'll do a giveaway or something. And then, you know, like if, if we'll just guess and see if we can guess what song they're shooting to, uh, in the best design, wins i think we should just have mm. ryan craig you know dance around and pretend like he's a firework to the song and we could guess what song he's describing yeah, I wouldn't be able to guess that his mascot <laughs> did you see his mascot on facebook did you see that this past oh. week that wasn't his mascot i know i know it was a radio station but when i was looking at it when i when i first saw the picture i'm like holy shit they got a mascot it looks like I brian the same thing i'm like no I, could, I was like, I don't know what that means. Boomville, werewolf. I mean, not werewolf. Uh. I get it. They just embodied Brian. Here, we want you to make a mascot. Well, what's the mascot? I don't know. I'll just make it look like this guy. So, Jamie, what about you? Any last opinions, real quick? You guys took all my opinions. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm opinionless now. <laughs> I'm opinionless. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, we're, I agree we're all with married, most of you know. guys. I mean, I personally, you can use a song that's been used before and make it your own. You can find music that you feel that's going to be the easiest thing to work with. And you can work off music that you know your spectators and crowd are going to enjoy. And you can mix it up. You don't have to use an entire song. You can piecemeal stuff together and make it your own. Or do what Bozy does and just write a whole new song. <laughs> and you'd be surprised how many people actually like songs that you wouldn't think they like. I like mean, uh, Richard out there, or not Richard, but uh, Robert, Richard's brother. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, last year when he came to for the show, they played, um, oh God, I, was new. I forgot the girl that sings it, Rockin' in the USA or whatever. Or, yeah. Rolling in the USA or party in the USA. That's what it was. There you go. And I didn't know what it was. 
But Amber, or Amber started telling me, do you remember that song they're playing? I'm like, I have no idea what it is. But Amber's like, Robert was singing the whole song while it was going off. And I'm like, I would never see him knowing the lyrics to that song or listening to it. So again, it goes I, back I to- I could see him. <laughs> <laughs> Truly good. Love you, Robert. He's a closeted modern 40s pop aficionado. Closet home. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, cool. There you go. Music selection. Don't uh, don't beef it. Uh, do a really cool fireworks show design. Uh, you sounded like you had something to say. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, because going back off what you said, if you guys think that was a good idea, what Bo was talking about, like us having some kind of contest with the you know finale 3D, throwing cliche songs out there and seeing who can do what with them, uh, leave a comment. Let us know. You know, the more you guys talk to us, the more we know what to talk to you guys about, what you're interested in, and and things that you want to hear, things you want to learn. Absolutely. 100%. I love that. I love your enthusiasm. Oh, mm. just complimenting me. Aww, I, I feel so weird right now. He's as nice to me. Has it, it, it hell frozen over? I couldn't find the uh, I couldn't find my violin sound clip. (laughs) Is that you playing the recorder? No, it's not actually. There's a guy, um, dude on YouTube called Shitty Flute. It's it's amazing. Oh my god, it's amazing. It's the least. It's the least amount of effort anybody I've ever seen somebody put into music, and they've made a career out of it. (laughs) <laughs> All right. One million subscribers. One million subscribers. And it's, I even told Katie that one time. I'm like, I'm doing this all wrong. <laughs> doing this yeah. all Too wrong. much effort. <laughs> all righty. Okay, cool. All right. Stop it. talking about it. Stop talking about it. Stop talking about it. Stop talking about it.